Yo, 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 it's your boy BTG, Open Run with BTG. Um, we had some football going on, people. Now, I'm not going to hold y'all. I'm not going to go through all of the uh, picks that went to other teams or anything like that. I wanted to do something with the divisions, but nah, um, that's too many players to go through. So I'm just going to run through our draft picks. I gave it a draft grade. I did change it. Um, but again, I'm, I'm liking what's going down between Mike Mayock and Gruden. I can't, I cannot, I mean, my rule was when you, when you hire a head coach, you gotta, you gotta at least give him, I don't know, two to three years, right? I wouldn't say three. Let's make it an odd number because you gotta allow him to clean out the closet, to add things, to implement his philosophy, all kind of shit. And, um, we already knew Gruden's philosophy, unless uh, you know, unless he planned on changing it. But you know, he's been again, he's been away for for a while, and Mike Mayock has been deemed as the the draft guru. <laughs> but you know, and and we're and, and we're watching him go to work. So you know, I will say, well, let's just go through the players. Let's just go through the players. So everybody know the first pick for the Raiders. Um, was that 11 or 12? I wanted to move, I wanted to move down with pick number 19 because CD Lamb went at 17. Uh, we got Henry Ruggs. I'm pleased with that. We got a speedster. Real quick, our teams in the division, you know, as far as the Chargers and the Broncos and the Raiders, we're gearing our team to compete with Kansas City. That's the best team in the league and that team is in our league. So, Anything that we go out there and get is definitely to compete with the number one team in our division, not even to contend with the teams in the league. Um, but I will say this. I'm pleased. I'm pleased. Um, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not a thousand percent because I'm not sure of certain, um, uh, Certain players, but we'll get to it. Henry Ruggs, Speedster, I like him out of Bama. You know, there's nothing else to be said about that. Like I said, the top three receivers, you can't go wrong with either one. With Judy, I've heard he had the best footwork. Ruggs is the Speedster, um, kind of, you know, similar to, uh, similar to Tyreek. Um, and then you have, uh, then you have CD Lamb, which is, you know, uh, uh, he's a great deep ball threat, uh, bigger frame. And you can't, you just can't go wrong with either one. So, you know, I, I really can't, I really can't, I would have been happy with either one. I just know that our draft board would probably have been a little bit different if, um, if, uh, CD Land would have dropped even more. I didn't think he was going to go all the way to 17. That's why I wanted to come down a little bit more. That's, and that's one of the things that affected the, my grade for my Raiders is that we could have been a little bit more aggressive um, in the draft, but we. But at the same time, I cannot argue with. I can't argue with these picks because majority of the picks I really like. There's just two picks. There's just two picks out there that I'm I'm a little concerned with. So let's get to it. Uh, Damon Arnett is one of them. He's a DB out of DB out of Ohio State. Uh, aggressive corner. He plays his position well, you know, and he played in a solid conference. It's just that, uh, I don't know. I, I guess it's just one of those wait and see, you know, I, I don't, I don't see anything that's that special about him. Um, but we did have to address some positions at the corner 
position, which we'll, I'll get to later because we definitely went to go snatch another one. Um, but we'll see. So this is one that I have to sit and wait, right? So moving along, I got a text from my boy, J.O., and he was excited, and I was like, why? Because at the time, I was at work, and he was like, Mayock is on. He's doing it. He's he's putting his magic together, and, and what he meant by that is we drafted a brother out of Kentucky by the name of Lynn Bowden, one of the top athletes, if not the top athlete in college football. And when I say athlete, He's a quarterback, he's a receiver, he's a, he is a punt returner and, a, and or a kickoff returner. So a lot of speed, a lot of talent. I like it. This is one of the picks that I'm very excited about. Outside of Ruggs, which we know is he's a killer receiver with speed. Uh, you know that fits our motto. Um, and then we'll get to the other players. But as far as r- right now, that's one of the most exciting players that I want to see play in Silver and Black. Now we got Tanner Muse. This is another player that I was kind of like, uh, eh, because he is a, he's a, first of all, he's a big safety. The nigga is 6'3". You know what I mean? Um, he's 6'3". He got a, he got a nose for the ball, but my main concern is coverage. Um, I watched a few Clemson games because I'm a, I'm a closet Clemson fan as well, even though I'm a UCLA Bruin fan. I love Clemson. Um, I wasn't his 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 not saying that he can't cover, but I didn't see him cover a lot one on one. That's my main concern. And the deep ball. Now, as a safe as a six three safety, he is coming up smacking some shit. I will give him that. He will come up there and he will smack some shit. Uh, at one point, I was like, "Well, he comes to the league, we might have to turn him to an outside linebacker. Let's put some speed on that second level." But that's just me bullshitting around, you know. We once tried to do that with Darnell Bing. If y'all, if y'all know y'all, you know, former OGs in Cali, you know, he was a great safety out here. Uh, he played for um, USC, and we came. He came to the Raiders. We turned him into a linebacker. It didn't work out, but. That could have been us. That could have been our scheme. That could have been him unmotivated to play that position or whatever. But I feel like he would be open to it. But he is a 6'3". He is 6'3". A 6'3 safety. And he's smacking shit. So I'm kind of like in the middle. I got to see it play out. Plus we have a... I I wouldn't say we have a solid safety. But we got a safety that likes to go out there and pick shit. And E. Harris. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. Brian Edwards. Now the one the one thing that sticks out about this pick is that we went after we went after some offensive talent. We really did. Now he's a, he's now he well I take that back. Clemson got yeah Clemson got a safety that's six two. We went out and got a receiver from South Carolina that's six three. So we got some you know we got some two guards <laughs> on our team. And um, I'm excited. If I had to compare him as far as how he plays, he's more of a Megatron type of player. He can go get that deep ball. He's going to climb. He's going to snatch that at his highest point. Uh, big body frame, as I stated. And he's catching a lot of shit with one hand. I am excited to see this. You know, uh, there's a there's a uh, an article on one of the apps that says the Raiders have no excuse when it comes to offense because they've seen the talent that we had drafted. Um, so again, Brian Edwards, I, I'm, 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 I'm good with that one. I'm good with that one. John Simpson is a guard out of Clemson. Nothing much to talk about. You can always build is you can never go wrong with having too many cats to help protect the quarterback. 
You know what I mean? All I got to say is if you are a guard or a tackle or a center that's drafted very high, first or second round, the they on your bumper. We expect you to come right out the gate and start. You know, but as far as this guy, I think we drafted him in the where we drafted him in the third or the fourth, maybe. Um, and then we got Amik Robertson. Now, this one and I thought was the steal of the draft because again, the two top cornerbacks did go in the first round. We took the third one. And then they started dropping after that. A lot of teams got concerned and started snatching up shit after that. Um, but they passed up on Amik Robertson. And from what they, they compare him to Tyron Matthew, and that's not a, that, that would never be a bad comparison. You know what I'm saying? He goes after the rock. He can hit with that small frame. Um, yeah, he's picking shit and trying to take it to the house. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited. So if I had to put it all together, like, yes, I'm, I'm excited about seeing Henry Ruggs, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, Lynn Bowden and Amik Robertson, those are the two excited picks. Those are the two picks I'm excited for, is those two picks. I want to see Terry Muse play out. I want to see Brian Edwards on the outside, snatching shit. So we're going to see. I want to see how fast we're going to put these rookies um, to work as well, you know? Um, now with the grade, I will give it a solid... I gave it a solid B minus. That's what I told my boy J.O. I gave it a solid B minus. But I think I was being a little too harsh because personally I wanted them to move up. But it does look like a solid A minus to me. It looks like an A minus draft to me. And of course, you really want we really won't see that grade be fulfilled until maybe next season. You gotta give it at least two seasons. Just like the just like the draft that we just had. You still have to let those, you know, they were rookies last year. You got to at least give them another year or two. You know, it's not going to be too many rookies that's going to stand out off the bat. It's just not like that. You're going, it's going to take time to grow. You know what I mean? Because drafting Aaron Rodgers, he's set for some years. So his draft pick, his draft grade didn't really start until he started to play. You know what I'm saying? And that was well after he got drafted. So we'll see. We'll see. I, and all in all, I'll give it an A minus, J.O. I'll give it an A minus. Um, now on to basketball. You, you, you know why I'm here. <laughs> you know why I'm here. Continuing the saga of the Chicago Bulls slash MJ Doc, right? We all know this is MJ Doc. So, you know, the story, the, the, the storyline within this was basically, you know, you had Dennis Rodman, his background, you had Phil Jackson, his background, uh, the relationship between Rodman, uh, in Detroit and the Bulls, you know, his journey, et cetera, et cetera. And also you got to throw in the Pistons. Um, you know, they had a little bit of Pistons talk in there because Jordan had the, he had to go through that era of those Piston players. And it was something interesting that was said when when Chicago finally, you know, defeated Detroit and stopped them from, uh, you know, headed towards that three-peat. Um, Isaiah Thomas has said something interesting. Jordan said something interesting. <laughs> and Horace Grant said something interesting as well, which we already know what it is. But, you know, they walked off the court and didn't shake their hands. Now, prior to that, MJ said, we shook their hands. We shook their hands. You know what I'm saying? 
a lot of people have gotten mixed feelings about this. Of course, Chicago fans is going to rock with MJ. We already know, blah, blah, blah. But they also had a lot, some other people saying, nah, that was kind of wrong. I'm here to say, people, I don't give a shit about Detroit. Even though I, 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 I got this secret love for the Bulls, you know, because Scotty is one of my favorite players. And I just respected that dynasty at the time. Wasn't nothing wrong with about that. Wasn't nothing wrong about that. Detroit and Chicago hated each other. Okay? Now, I'm from L.A., so I don't know how it was popping between the two cities. I don't know if it got to that point. You know what I'm saying? Don't really care to ask either. But I just know that when it came to the Bulls and Detroit Pistons, the fans, they hated Detroit. They hated Chicago. Point blank, period. And that came from the actual players. So with that being said, when Isaiah said, yo, bro, like, yeah, nah, we're not shaking hands. You know, when he agreed that they weren't going to shake hands, he put his head down and they walked out. Yeah, that's a that's called a real rivalry. And I had to I had to talk to to some of the fellas like. At first, I didn't say anything. They gave their, you know, their opinion about it and. I would say, I wouldn't say half, but majority was like, that's kind of weak. One person was like, I don't really care for the handshakes. Never really understood it. Now, I wouldn't say I, I don't understand the handshakes. I definitely understand it. You know, that's sportsmanship. That's maturity. You know what I'm saying? That's what that is. But you can't claim to be a bad boy or you can't claim to be, quote unquote, from Chicago if you niggas is crying about handshakes. That part I don't understand. And I did see people online and it was, and I, I couldn't tell you, I'm not, I'm not clicking on a profile or whatever. They could have just been Bulls friends, uh, Bull fans from fucking Connecticut. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They could have been Detroit Pistons fans from Florida for all I care. But them niggas was going at it. Within this documentary, there has been Detroit versus Chicago fans. There has been a lot of niggas on Pippin Head. You know what I'm saying? And so on and so on, right? And then also been Braun and, and MJ fans going at each other, right? You can't claim to be a tough guy but have a soft spot for shaking hands. Now, the only reason why I say that is because at the same time, what a... What a you can say, well, you're sounding like a hypocrite because you say you can understand the whole sportsmanship. That's correct. But if that rivalry is as ugly as you say it is, that picture that's being painted as a ugly rivalry, everything goes, bro. Everything goes. You can't sit up here and tell me that hee hee ha ha, the Detroit Pistons is beating up on the Bulls physically. We're okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Or if the Bulls fight back, Whatever the case may be, the shit get physical on the floor, niggas is cheering or whatever, the whole nine. You niggas is okay with that, but you niggas is not okay with not shake oh, with, with 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 not shaking hands? That part I don't get. It's a real rivalry. You know what I mean? Like, and what does it stems from? It stems from physical play on the court. Shit that may escalate off the court. I mean, shout out to uh Doug, Doug Christie. Um, you know, and, 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 uh, and pretty boy Floyd running in the tunnel and meeting up with each other and fighting. You know what I'm saying? Like, Rick Fox did, he wanted all the smoke. That nigga ran his ass all the way over there 
because he got popped in the mouth and he went to go get Doug Christie ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a rivalry, bro. Them niggas didn't want to shake the bull's hand, and that's that. Until this day, I heard uh, Isaiah Thomas talking on uh, Jalen and Jacoby podcast, and um, Isaiah was like, look, I don't have any personal uh, feelings uh, towards towards MJ, not on my behalf. Now, when he said it that way, that lets me know that them niggas don't fuck with each other. Them niggas don't fuck with each other. Now, Isaiah has been labeled as a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and, and, and Isaiah is no goddamn, that nigga is no goddamn saint. You know what I'm saying? We know the, the beef he had with Bird. <laughs> Cause you know what he said, but the nigga speaks his mind. But that, that beef that he had with MJ and them bulls, that shit was real. I'm not shaking the nigga hand. If I got, I'm going to tell you like this. If I got beef with a nigga in a podcast game for years and I see the nigga in the person, I'm not shaking the nigga hand. I probably won't even acknowledge him. This is, these niggas been battling in the playoffs for some years. Important games, though. And you want these niggas, of course, yeah, you could call Detroit hypocrites, but maybe they were just doing the thing where they won. So they was like, well, we beat you niggas. Y'all want to shake hands? Cool. But on the flip side, nigga, you stopped us from getting to a certain goal? Man, fuck them niggas. That's just what it is. I don't care. I don't care. And I don't think Chicago, I don't think MJ should care. Scotty, I don't even think Scotty cared. You know, Scotty, Scotty ass was probably happy they got, got, got away from them niggas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At, and, and as far as everybody else, who gives a shit about who else? Like, they don't give a, they don't care what them niggas. <laughs> Come on, man. So, you know, they got, they got beat. They got their ass whooped. And that was that. They didn't want to shake hands. I really don't have a problem with that. I really don't have a problem with that. Um, and, and of course, uh, Isaiah Thomas, he doubled down on it. He said he didn't care. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to shake your hand if this is a real rivalry. And that's it. On the flip side, bro, if they wanted to shake hands as, you know, good sportsmanship or whatever, then they would have. But they all agreed that as a team, we're not doing it. That showed you that's, that's a real rivalry because in today's game, there's no such thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if LeBron really didn't like Golden State, there's going to be some players on the bench or some shit like that that's going to go shake hands. Now, they ass might get traded, but <laughs> that's that's what it is. That nigga, you know, Lambeard and 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 Isaiah say, nah, we're not shaking hands. John Sally said, we're not shaking hands. You know what I'm saying? Joe Dumar said, we're not shaking hands. Them niggas is not shaking your hand. Nobody on that team is shaking hands. Everybody do the same thing. That's a whole team, my nigga. That's how shit used to be. So nah, I'm not. I'm not going with that. I can't side with the argument of being, uh, being nah. That's soft shit to me. That's soft shit. I'm not saying what MJ was said was soft or if he cared. I don't see why MJ cared. You know what I'm saying? There's a gang of other shit that MJ should have cared about. I don't think that was one. I think that was blown out of proportion. Who cares that they didn't shake hands? Real talk. Don't get me wrong, but 
I can understand it, you know what I'm saying, about shaking hands and shit like that. But in that scenario, nobody gives a shit about y'all shaking hands. As long as, you know, you let some time pass by, it's the same thing, almost same thing as like Cam Newton. After the Super Bowl, I don't think he wanted to talk or anything like that. Or even after a game he lost. You stick these microphones in front of uh, players' faces and shit like that and, and expect them to just be like, you know, like everybody, don't get me wrong, some of these niggas is media trained, some of these niggas is mentally tough to go out there and speak their real truth without being disrespectful, but a lot of these niggas are us upset, especially after a finals, and don't let that shit go down to the last game. And you expect these niggas to shake hands and to go on the microphone and be like, yeah, I fuck with MJ. No, nigga. <laughs> fuck out of here. Open room with BTG. <sighs> I'll see y'all niggas next week. Of course, we're going to have another two episodes. Uh, we're going to see what happens. Uh, besides that, we'll see what happens besides then. Um, again, my Raiders, A minus draft pick. Isaiah Thomas, I side with you on that, but I don't really care about Detroit. Fuck you niggas too.